Hello and welcome to Off The Shelf Reviews. I'm gonna hook out! And I'm Gary, and today we're gonna review and discuss No Holds Barred, which released in 1989, written by Dennis Hacken and directed by Thomas J. Wright. Ian, why don't you give us the synopsis? Well, the story follows Terry Bolia, or Hulk Hogan, or Rip Thomas, who is the WWF heavyweight champion. He's been noticed by Tom Brow, a TV executive who wants to buy him for his studio. But Brell has come up with the idea of having a competition and in steps Zeus, played by Tiny Lister, who wants to destroy Rip. Uh, excuse me. Ah. <laughs> So this is uh, a WWF or WWE uh, branded movie. Yeah, I think yeah. it was probably their first actual attempt at breaking into feature length movies. Yeah, yeah. With their prime star Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> but not everything was happy right away at uh, old Camp Vince McMahon, <laughs> as uh, he and Hogan looked at the script and went, "Nah, nah, we need to book a hotel." 72 hours, that's what we need. <laughs> and the two of them apparently sat in there for 72 hours straight <laughs> and reworked this script until the film we have today. Yeah. And I can tell you right now that this film bombed when it came out. So it was pretty much a bit of a running joke, even ongoing in the WWE. I think Jim Ross at one point at the commentaries table said that the film should have been called No Profit Allowed. <laughs> Ooh... <laughs> However, this would not stop uh, Hulk Hogan from yeah. having a, a TV and film career in all of the various projects that he's been in over time. Yeah. I mean, if you were a wrestling fan in the 80s, Hulkamania was running wild, brother. Man, and then it flowed right into the 90s and beyond. And it all stems, like we said, from, well, from here or Rocky Three, you know, because Hogan was there, Thunderlips, kind of walking around, beating up Rocky. And in America at the time, 70s and 80s, like wrestling was a big thing because you had all the different territories, you know, doing all their different promotions of wrestlers. And then obviously here comes Vince McMahon with Hulk Hogan. And he has this idea of, you know, putting this film out there. But it's like, how do you make an ending for this? And I never imagined it would be the one that we got. But like, I, I also don't understand at the same time why they just didn't go then with Hulk Hogan. Because everything else just seems like, you know, part of the promotion. Like, he's Rip Thomas. He's the WWF champion. You know, he comes out at the beginning and he fights one half of Demolition without their makeup. But, like, when he does his kind of, you know, surfing pose, <laughs> yeah. you know, and he's like, I'm going to rip him! Rip him! And you're looking at all these fans and I'm like, wow. Vince McMahon knew how to have a camera somewhere to promote a character to get you kind of riled up. I remember as, as a kid, like as a wrestling fan, it was like, you have to see this Hulk Hogan movie. And then from then you had to see every Hulk Hogan movie. <laughs> well, I mean, this film starts off, right? And it, and it feels like, it actually, it starts off fairly okay. Because I'm like, it, it feels familiar. Yeah. With the wrestling ring, the arena, we got Jesse Ventura, we've yeah. got the commentator. I'm like, this all feels like I remember it. This is a time capsule, it's wonderful. Yeah. And even the arena, I was just like, wow, it's not as sold out or as full as what it would eventually become. Yeah. This is like pre-attitude era. <laughs> uh, you know, so it, it, it was, 
it felt authentic. I was going to see a classic Hogan match with a wrestler I've said I didn't recognize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, this is fine. This is all. This is all fine. But it and then I like I don't know like twenty minutes into the film, I'm like. <laughs> Where's Hulk Hogan gone? <laughs> he did produce this movie, right? With Vince. Why is he not the star of this film? Why is Kurt Fuller the star of this film? Well, he's the big villain, isn't he? He's yeah. the guy who's trying to buy Rip. Or he's trying to buy Hogan. And it's like what we said before we turned the camera on. It's like, is he Vince McMahon? Is he the yes. parody of Vince McMahon? Absolutely. Or, or at the same time, is or is he Ted Turner, you know, WCW, because they want to buy Hogan at that time and get them on their promotion because WWF is doing so well. But you see Hogan, actually, don't you, when he goes into that meeting and they're discussing his character. And we've got uh, Samantha Moore, played by uh, Gene Severance. And, man, you got to love an 80s movie. They just blew women's hair up and they just put more makeup on them and they took really attractive ladies who were all attractive already and you you know you'd never get away with this scene nowadays especially when he's just leering at samantha as she's walking up and down the table and like i know what he's looking at right like she's trying to give a professional presentation <laughs> and he's just there going <laughs> <laughs> But like you said, with Kurt Fuller as the villain, he's trying to buy uh, Rip, and he, 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 you know, he confronts him with a check, doesn't he? And he's just like, put a number on there, and Rip's just like, no, and he just tears it up and he just tries to shove it down his throat. What does he say? <laughs> like, a Rip is not for sale. And I was just like, wow, this is definitely not Hogan, then, is it? <laughs> he's like, Hogan's like, yes, I love to do charity work and spend my time doing all of this, you know, this helpful stuff. I'm like, this is not Hogan at all. Yeah, yeah, well, th <laughs> this, this is Hogan, but this is the film version of Hogan. He's still taking his vitamins and saying his prayers and helping all the children. Drinking but, his milk. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like, he is the, the WWF wrestling uh, heavyweight champion, but there's no involvement of the actual business. No. It's now just Kurt Fuller coming along and trying to make up a contest to beat Hogan, to beat it, Rip. Because Hogan's not very big. After he defends his championship title at the beginning of yeah. the film, he has nothing to do with the WWF or E throughout the rest of the film. And that's why well, I'm just like, wait a minute. Well, <laughs> until the end, because like when he's at, when he's at the end and the fight, spoilers, he gets to the final. Like he has, to, he's putting the title on the line as well. But Vince McMahon never turns up once. And Kurt Fuller is just like, I'm going to, you know, I have this great idea of more promotion on our network. So he decides he's going to take his uh, two lackeys with him to a local bar to just watch people fight. You know, and as a bit of a wrestling fan, you've got the great Stan Hansen, who was a great classic wrestler back in the day, you know, in the bar. And he just absolutely obliterates everybody. And it's so dirty. It's so run down, you know, like you wouldn't go into a bar normally like that. No, no, and I mean that's this. This just feels like an absolute cartoon. <laughs> yeah, you know, the the dialogue here, the characters, the the snorting barmaid. You know, just yeah, it, it is it is such a dive bar. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they have this weird ring set up, but it feels like people are just fighting all over the place. Some people yeah. are just trying to enjoy their drinks, and yeah, and you have these three stooges sat here trying to find you know someone that's equivalent to Hulk Hogan. It's like, this is so daft. Yeah. I just, yeah. So they decide that from, from here, they're going to promote the Battle of the Tough Guys. 
And if you can't get behind a title like that, Gary, I mean, come on. No, I know it's not. I know it's no Mortal Kombat. Exactly. You know, it's no so Street like, Fighter. It's no Street Fighter. So get her alive. It's the battle of the tough guys. Um, yeah, it's a terrible fucking title. Like, I, I'd heard rumours through the grapevine that while Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon were sat in the hotel room for three days, they were supposedly snorting a lot of cocaine. Now, I don't really believe that. I also can't believe that two men would spend three days in a hotel room just discussing what they would put into a barroom brawl. You know, because this all does feel really authentic. Like, they've been in a few bars, dive bars, and they've been in some <laughs> bad brawls that they get all these people in, and here's this network executive trying to promote it. And once we get the tournament on the way, this is when we're introduced to Zeus. Right. Well, uh, yeah, he, he puts an advertisement out, doesn't he? He puts yeah. this broadcast out. So we're, we're seeing all these truck drivers. <laughs> we're seeing these guys in these industrial areas. They're listening in and going, oh, yeah. $100,000 for first prize? For fighting? I can do that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, our introduction to Zeus, played by Tiny Lister. Man, when he smashes down those doors and then he comes walking in, I I love the way it promotes him to be so big. Yeah. But he's not. Right. <laughs> you know, like like Hulk Hogan in some of his or Rip in some of his scenes, you're like, okay, he's he seems a bit of a giant, you know, because you get that restaurant sequence where the French restaurant uh, waiter is just kind of being snooty to Rip and then Rip can actually speak French and the chef, the head chef loves him. But then Zeus comes walking in into the bar room and just starts smashing people left and right, screaming in their face like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh, that is pretty much Tiny Lister's range in this entire film. I don't think he actually says any lines of dialogue, does he? Does he he, he just... does say Zeus. Oh, oh no, yeah. And he, he has that interview, doesn't he, where he oh, says, true, like, yeah. you know, but I want to fight But for the most part, you. he just does lots of slow motion posturing and pounds his chest a, a fair amount, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's... it's... Now, it's the thought that while while some of the sequences are going on, you, you only ever see Zeus fight, you know, Rip at the end in the final. Rip at himself gets himself into some really weird scrapes. You know, like the limo sequence, right, at the beginning. Yeah. Where he, he well, gets after Rip, Rip denies wanting to work for, for, for Vince, <laughs> for, for Kurt Fuller. And yeah, and the, 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 the limo driver drives him off somewhere, locks him in. And he gets driven into this garage and he gets jumped by a bunch of goons. You know, they all smash the crap out of this limo. And Hogan's like, oh, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I can't find my way out. We need to dub in with him with Arnie sounds. Oh, my. And he eventually, somehow, he manages to burst through the roof of the limo, catapults himself through the air. And then, yeah, well, it's 80s action movies, but it's just poorly choreographed. Like... Wrestling is fine when it's at full motion, but when you start doing slow motion wrestling in a movie, <laughs> oh my God, does it look fake. But it's just, oh, it's so happy, man. It's just so bad. We're just watching dudes get banged off the limo, yeah. smashed around, and then he picks up the limo driver, <laughs> and he's like, what's that smell? 
love it. You gotta love it because it's 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 a symbol for the eighties. You know who are they trying to sell this movie to? You um, know they've got the Hulkamania old... fans exactly. <laughs> but most Hulkamania fans were about six to twelve. Yes, you know, and there's just some sequences in this movie that you think. They're trying to sell it to children and families at the same time, but they're also supposed to promote their big, big thing. They're trying to... I mean, amazingly, this just put more of a floodlight on Hulk Hogan, which brought more Hulkamaniacs to wrestling. I mean, we want to, we want to say it didn't actually have an impact, but you look at 1996 to 1998, you know, 2000, to, up to 2010, I'd say, in the world of professional wrestling, Hulk Hogan was pulling all the fans in, and a lot of them would be like... No holds barred, man. No holds barred. But you'd watched it as a kid. And so, like, the sex sequence, or the not sex sequence. Well, that's it, because Samantha is paired up with, with Hogan mm. for reasons. Well, well they're <laughs> traveling around to promote him. Right. They, you know, they're going to promote his character more. Spoilers, she's been sent by Vince. <laughs> and, but she is just such a bitchy character. Excuse me, but she is. Yes. And she's just like, I can't stand you, Hogan. You're the epitome of everything I hate. Oh, yes. And she books them a hotel room with one bed. One bed. And then, so she blames Hogan for this too. Uh, but then she's like, right, I'm going to go go to the bathroom. And he's like, I'm going to get ready for bed. Yeah. And because he, he, she's I, complaining, he puts a curtain with he tape does. He's across a gentleman. the room. Yeah. But then they're both doing these teen hijinks things where they're brushing their teeth, listening against the door like, <laughs> I can hear them brushing their teeth too. I wonder what they're doing. And then she's like, she creeps out. She's like, oh, 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 oh I'm still, I'm almost naked. Oh, that's that's his bum. Those are those are short shorts. Oh, I best sneak into bed now. And then she wakes up sometime later, and the yeah. bed is violently rocking. <laughs> you're, like, like, you're like, what the fuck is this? This is a kids movie, right? It's a kids movie, is it? I don't know. <laughs> she pulls back the curtain. I'm like, oh my god, what is those ankles? Don't wait up for me. <laughs> He's doing press-ups off the side of the bed. Yeah. I was like, did he have to do that? Did, is, is, yes. Is, did they need a sex joke in their kid movie? Kind, <laughs> kind of, yes. Because, I mean, like I said, this is the 80s. They didn't know what comedy they can and can't show their kids and what the parents like. But they obviously they couldn't show nudity. They weren't going to show nudity at all. No. Um, they, they didn't want to make the Rip character fall in love with Samantha very easily. We know, like... Very easily. He was grunting the moment well, he met her. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because she's very attractive, but and um, it's the 80s, dude. Like, It's the I fact that she's just like, no, I can't stand you. And he breaks the bed and she falls into his <laughs> arms and she's just bed. like, oh, I can't stand you. And he's like, fine, I'm going to go find somewhere else to sleep. I'm sleep in the lobby because at least the couch has got a better personality than you do. And I'm like, whoa, burn. And then it turns out that she's actually working for Kurt Fuller, Vince McMahon, Eric Bischoff character, and he he gives her a slap because like he he's try, he's trying to get her like she works for the network that, his network yeah his, she works for his network but no she's been planted in the, the WWE, WWE by Fuller by Fuller yeah so she's going to try to convince Rip to leave I suppose. By being a bitch? I don't know. 
so piss poorly written. And at the same Honestly, time, at this point in time in the film as well, I just didn't give a shit. And at the same time, he's promoting Battle of the Tough Guys and he's getting Zeus to go out there and fight all these different characters and all these different strange places. Ratings through the roof, you know. Yeah, Everyone's like, enjoying these no-holds-barred, no-rules fights on TV. Yeah, and it, it, it turns out like they've all got a history. Like Hulk Hogan's um, coach like actually coached Tiny Lister before Hogan, um, but Lister started to get all too powerful and uncontrollable. Yeah, it's like this scene killed in... somebody in a wrestling match. Yeah. after the bell had rung, and so he's been in prison this whole time, and that's why the the coach went off with Hogan. But Hogan's little brother as well, Randy Tom Thomas, played by Mark Pellegrino. Um, you know, he actually goes with a friend to watch one of the fights to see how, you know, Zeus fights. And while there, fucking Vince McMahon, Kurt Fuller, Eric Bischoff, you know, he gets really aggressive to Randy and then makes him stand toe to toe with Zeus and actually forces him to like he like he throws the first punch. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like Zeus kind of really gives it gives Randy the fucking going over, saying like you're fucking you know, your your brother's nothing, I'm gonna rip rip in half, you know, and all that. So Randy throws the first punch and so in fairness Zeus is kind of just defending himself. It's very one sided. Uh, yeah. And like he it's it's you don't see it, but I feel like it's implied like his back was broken. I think so, yeah. He's par paralyzed. <laughs> he's paralyzed. Yeah. There's there's a moment where he yeah, he can't move he can't even move his hands. And so there's a moment later in the film where you see his fingers twitching and it's like, oh, he's getting some feelings back now that now that his brother is fighting well. I have to admit, Hogan crying kind of threw me. I've not seen Hogan cry a lot. And I, this... I, honestly, I was just bewildered. It's just like, do they fake this? How do they do this? this is... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether to laugh or cry. It's wrestling. That's the whole point. You, you're just supposed to ride it to the end because you're like, okay, right. If I was supposed to be swept up in the emotions of the scene, <laughs> the film was sorely mistaken because it did fuck all to build up to it. It just went, here's a dramatic scene. Now yeah. this character that's, you know, oh my God, it's Hulk Hogan's brother. <laughs> yeah, he brother. has a brother. <laughs> brother, brother. <laughs> I don't know if you recognise the actor at all that plays I, him. I, I saw the notes that he was in Supernatural. He played Lucifer in Supernatural. Nice. Yeah, he was also um, he was also one of the pivotal characters in the Lost TV show as well. Uh, nice. That's if you stuck around after everyone <laughs> left the show. Well, he was pivotal for me in this because this is what sets Rip off. You know, this Rip rips Ripper into a ripping kind of motion that he flies at the gym and he finds like Kurt Fuller's been using like hypnotism or like you know video montages of just him just being a dick to set zeus off and everything is for for rip and you know he he kind of destroys the whole gym and i'm i'm watching him do it and i'm like why are those guys just sitting there watching him why aren't they just calling the police right yes you know like <laughs> that many times like this this all seems. I know it's an eighties movie, and I know that two guys were probably on a lot of cocaine while they were reading uh, writing this whole final. But even now, I, you know, I'll be on my friend's side. It's like none of this makes sense. I was just having so much fun. And do you know what we need? <laughs> a montage. A montage. We need a montage. <laughs> <laughs> Little brother. <laughs>
We need to see Zeus getting ready for the fight. We need to see him hulking out and smashing stuff. And we need to cut back to Hogan, who's now a physiotherapist, who's yeah. helping his brother learn to walk again. And I'm like, that's not training to fight. No, no, but, he, but he's going to have the heart. But it's showing him how much of a good guy he yeah. really is. So, yeah. yeah. And oh, would you believe it? Samantha and him have fallen in love. Oh, my God. I, didn't oh, that. I never saw that, that happening. Yeah. Fucking hell, film. It just switched on a dime. I was like, did I miss a scene? <laughs> no, no. I mean, for an hour and what, an hour and a half, we had to get all of this in, and most of it was about All of this? <laughs> Fuck all that. <laughs> but we get to the final fight. You know, it's just, it's, it's up there, I'd say, with Rocky. You know, with maybe Rocky 2. Possibly where it's just no. it's it's the final <laughs> confrontation. Like kickboxer man, this is the final fight between Tong Po. You know, this is this It is wishes blood, it was kickboxer. This is blood fist <laughs> all over again, man. This is this is just the final confrontation and when you see when you see Zeus come out with those shoulder pads. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was like, that's that's pure eighties wrestling yeah. right there. I was like, that's I'm fine with this. <laughs> But what, is, what does Zeus have to say when he comes out? He doesn't. He just postures in slow motion and growls at the camera. And Hogan growls at the camera. And, and well, well we got, obviously, we've got a lot going on while the final fight's happening. Because, you know, his brother Randy has uh, lost Samantha. She's been kidnapped and she's been in a separate, uh, put in a separate room. And, like, Kurt Fuller just wants Zeus to destroy Rip. Like, if he destroys Rip on TV, if he destroys the... Like, that's why I don't think it's Vince McMahon, because, like, he's going to destroy the WWF Championship live on TV. So this is... I don't understand where the World Wrestling Federation is at this point. It's like, like yeah, that's what I mean. It's like they don't care that their like, champion oh. is out there fighting in some illegal, no-holds-barred fight. Or maybe they, they do care. They just know Hogan's got the heart, brother. He's got the heart to, to get through it because he starts to fight back. You know, Samantha even escapes... Well, that's it. Oh, yes, Stealth 9000 right there. She's just like, I'm just going to leave now. Bye then. Everyone's distracted by the fight. She just gets up and she goes. gets into the elevator and takes off. And, you know, and Fuller's screaming at the guard like, just shoot her. Just do something. And his best Vince McMahon impression. And, yeah, she gets away. She runs all the way to the arena. And, uh, and, and, and Rip's just like, oh, well, now I don't have to forfeit the match now i can fight back and win and yeah it's like oh jesus right wrap it up wrap it up hits that no smash. no 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 10 more minutes of wrestling <laughs> well he well he hits the axe smash the double axe smash onto zeus zeus goes down he gets the pin like it's the whole 80s kind of cheesy ending where it looks like he's not gonna is he gonna fall is he not gonna fall he's got oh he's falling down big giant and everyone's happy but kurt fuller's just fucking throwing a crazy fit off in a control room somewhere. <laughs> you know, he's gone absolutely apeshit. And, you know, Rip wants to rip him a new one. So he runs up these flights of stairs. He gets to the control room. He's roaring. He's getting angry. And while he's doing that, fucking, you know, Tom Brail, Kurt Fuller's character is going so mad. He's just ripping electrical things out of walls. I'm like, yeah, this is actual footage of Vince McMahon backstage. And <laughs> <laughs> when things aren't going right. <laughs> so I've heard I've heard the stories <laughs> and they're just ripping all the shit out and, and, and fucking Hogan's just hulking out ready to fucking smash through the glass and Zeus isn't dead yet 
he comes he comes up the stairs and they have this one last final battle it's so corny it's so silly i would i will admit by this point i was like man i, I really wanted to watch ready to rumble that's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my go-to wrestling yes movie. no holds barred was me as a kid ready to rumble was with me as older um and he, he ends up smashing him again with the axe smash and sends him off the balcony into the ring now as a kid that fucking terrified me because i'm like the dude's dead well, yeah, they actually give a close-up and there's, like, a blood trail out of like, his mouth. It's yeah. Like, oh. Like, like he's is he he's dead? Like, I've seen it happen in wrestling where they, they've not actually died. But the film implies nobody's going over to help him. The police <laughs> no. aren't arresting him. And he turns around and fucking Kurt Fuller fucking steps into an electrical panel and electrocutes himself. And he dies. And he dies. <laughs> oh. And everybody cheers. Yeah. Two people die. Yes, the executive <laughs> corporate <laughs> prick is dead. Hulk Hogan's killed everybody. <laughs> and it ends right there, really, with a close-up. Doesn't he gives the, the bloody rip em? And it ends. I was like, oh, well, thanks. On the greatest music. I mean, 80s music. Oh, the music in this film is atrocious. Oh, it's... It's uh, absolutely abysmal. You were not in the mood for this movie, I don't think. No, fuck no, I wasn't, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, do you have any favourite scenes from No Holds Barred? I do, I have a few. Man, I, I can't get over that dookie sequence. <laughs> Hulk Hogan roars and snorts and does such weird noises in this movie that I, like, I could just montage them here now and they just, they're, they're the reason to watch this movie. That dookie one, it says, what's that smell? It's just, that'll, that'll stick with me. Um, you know, him at the gym sequence, when he, he runs in there, and, he, you know, Kurt Fuller's just been using, like, fucking torturous recordings to, to hypnotize Zeus to destroy um, Rip, and Rip sees it all, and it's just, it's so weird to look at, and he just goes crazy ripping the place up. The whole final fight sequence as well, you know, like you said, it's it's over-the-top 80s WWF wrestling style. And that's what I absolutely love. A lot of the other sequences are great. I wouldn't say they're my favourites, but the bedroom sequence is quite good. You know, like when he goes to the diner and the fucking robbery goes off and he kills them. Or does he kill those two guys as well? I don't know. It's just Zeus doing his interview. Like, Tiny Lister was quite a good actor. Like, I think he just got stereotyped because of his look. But he plays those characters so well. Like I said, do, uh, uh, Debo in Friday was absolutely great. He, uh, he, he plays such a great role in The Dark Knight as well. But in this, he doesn't get a lot. But what he does get is to come back, you know, at SummerSlam and face Hogan again against Randy Savage. Well, with Randy, with Randy, Randy Savage. Savage yeah. Didn't know? they do it? Was it Hell in a Cell or was uh, it a Steel Cage match? Yeah, I, no, yeah, I think so. But they also came back in 1996 in WCW as well. That's right. They brought him in as the bad gangster and tried to get him in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No oh, favourite scenes? scenes. Yeah. Oh, I'm... Um... <laughs> I'm not for sale, brother. You dark ass! Like, I remember that line of dialogue. I was just like, what is this? Oh my. Clearly they can't swear at each other. Yeah. So, okay, this is definitely a kid's movie. Um, but yeah, the I, I thought that Kurt Fuller was really good in this. Yeah. He is, he epitomizes corporate sleazeball. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so well. Um, and yeah, everything else was just really cartoonish. I mean, even he was. Yeah. Uh, but he just has the face for it, I guess. There's really no favourite scenes for me at all. Uh, I honestly couldn't wait for this 
fucking movie to end. Uh, I thought I'd be fine with it, but uh, the longer it went on, the more it aggravated me. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> you choked and laughed through Itchy the Killer, but no holds barred turned you off. Yes, because it was just so flaccid. It... <laughs> flaccid? Did you see those fucking shoulder pads? Yeah, I know. That dude, yeah, okay, like, so tiny little moment, you know, an entrance. But then there's still a 15-minute brawl that is just horrible to watch. If there was one scene, I suppose, in the whole film that I thought was all right, because it was so bewildering, is the scene with his brother. And I was like, there's some emotion in this film. But yeah, it still was just like, you didn't earn this. (laughs) Like, why are you trying? (laughs) Ian, do you recommend No Holds Barred? I do recommend No Holds Barred. But, 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 like, come on, we're talking the 80s, late 80s people. If you see any movie and Hulk Hogan is on it, you know what you're getting into. Come on, Suburban Commando, Mr. Nanny, Thunder in Paradise. You know, the list just goes on and on where, like, you have a fun time. Well, I have a fun time. And I know it's not for everybody, some of these fun times. But you've got to be in the right mood. You've got to have, be in the right mode to sit down and watch something to do with either Hulk Hogan, wrestling, you know, fake choreography tournaments or some kind of thing. Uh, so if you're going to sit there and go, oh, fuck you, Ian. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Then uh, two words for you. Suck it. No. Well, obviously, No. <laughs> Can't really recommend No Holds Barred at all. This was just awful to sit through. It was painfully boring, predictable, and near unwatchable to the point of actually hating this whole film. The performances were mostly dreadful, really hamming it up. It was really cartoonish and irritating. The standout, as I've said, was Kurt Fuller, who just excels at playing corporate sleazeballs. While Hogan, well, plays Hogan. And maybe for wrestling fans, that was fine. But the -the over-the-top growling and slow-motion posturing was just tedious. And in some instances, intentionally or unintentionally funny. One thing I will say about the film that I did like was the locations in the film were interesting at least. The bar, the industrial backdrops were were well-dressed. They were decent, but the fights or the wrestling matches were slow and not exciting in the least. Badly written characters, laughable script, bad performances, poor pacing, lacklustre finale. It was all pretty much dreadful and should only be watched as a bizarre time capsule into the world of sports entertainment pre-attitude era. You need to be stone cold drunk to enjoy this. (laughs) Or maybe just put it on in the background at 3am when you're trying to pass out. (laughs) No ring. No ref, no rules. Thanks for watching Off The Shelf Reviews. What's that smell?